When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome y'all. Thank you for tuning in. This is Collapse Talk with your host Gabriel Marrero and I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. I know this last week has been a bit hard weather-wise and also some other dilemmas that have been occurring. I mean, it's always the case for holiday season, but you know, nowadays like there just seems to be a crisis after crisis and some people are still not really paying attention to this and I'll highlight little further as to why that's the case you know we're kind of having like a mini like crisis in terms of people having their flights canceled and being stuck at airports so it's a very serious situation which i'll touch up on and honestly this is a bit of a different episode because i want this to be more of like a recap of what the year has been like i mean this has been you know a historically unprecedented year and of course the future looks uh to be even more unprecedented so you know with that being the case in this show i want to at least pitch or advertise my patreon you know this is this public uh podcast is 48 hours after the initial patreon release so that's if you want to support me there but otherwise you know i also have the youtube and other platforms that i do my social media uh, content release honestly i do need more engagement in terms of social media content but you know I, I have to work and i have to be stuck full-time so unless i can get like a social media consultant that's uh you know just something that i'll just have to do but anyway you know you know as i've been saying this episode i wanted to kind of just talk and rant i mean you know i just wanted to reflect at least what's been happening and you know, just, you know, within my life and then also just in the world and how to like make sense all of it. You know, I'm sure most of y'all are doing the same, you know, like what the hell's going on. And also just looking ahead, like what to do and like how to maneuver around it. Because I've been having, I guess, a bit of a change in mindset. I mean, I'm still pretty cynical. You know, I'm still going to follow uh, events as they unfold and you know, make sense of it and release it on the show. Uh, but in terms of just like my own personal direction, like just a real, just like a reevaluation, you know, you, sometimes you reach a life stage where you're like, okay, it seems like my life is heading in a certain direction and it's not like a bad direction. It's just like, what can I, you know, work with? What can I m- make do with? Uh, because I, I mean, you know, I have at least a semester left for graduation. Like initially, I was going to do 18 hours for the spring, but I was just like, you know, just thinking, you know, just like, okay, this is going to be a lot, you know, just working 18 hours and then also trying to work full time on top of that and and then do this show and stuff. And it's just, you know, the, the big problem that I've been having with college has not been academic. So I just want that to be clear because I know somebody's going to be on me like, oh, it took you like eight years to get your degree. But it's like, 
my issues with with my college career has not been academic. It's always been uh, being burned out, being stretched thin, just constantly being stressed out, you know, and then not to mention there was like a whole pandemic and a national crisis in between that. So it's just like anybody who like wants to like denigrate how you know, I've been stretched thin and how how stressful my you know recent years have been. It's just they they don't know what it's like. You know they don't know what what it's like to be stuck in these situations where you're basically like fighting for your life. I recognize that there are other people in worse situations, but it doesn't mean that my life is easy. Like, it's, it hasn't been easy. It's just, you know, yeah, it's been very difficult. It feels difficult for me. It takes every last bit of me to, to get through these last three years. And well, not even the last three years, just like my whole life, it seems, you know. It's just, that's just the way it's been for me. And uh, that's why I don't really feel all too bad about like staying alone for the holidays to be quite honest now that i'm thinking about it this is like if i make it through uh this spring semester without traveling back to katie which is like i i say it's my hometown but that's just like that's just where my family lives the katie houston area it's um it, that's really the only reason why i would go to see them you know it's just to to at least pay a visit Otherwise, like, I would really want nothing to do with that town. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, but I haven't been back. I, you know, I came out in the semester of 2020, the spring semester. I came around January up to Huntsville. Then I moved into this place. Like, I, I moved into my own spot. Like, I didn't even have to have one of my parents to co-sign. They, they let me move in. So it was just like, wow, like, this is a really step up. And I, I moved myself in. And that was... um. That was kind of like a, a big like wow like I'm I'm actually growing up like I moved into my own apartment you know so yeah got my own space still you know it was in between jobs and then I got a job I got a cat like I found her as a little kitty cat little baby and now she's all grown up and running around hopefully she doesn't bite me today um, but yeah you know sometimes I think like oh I'm I'm going through a lot and then. I have to reflect on like actually I've made some pretty big steps and you know maybe not that many people will see that but I know I've done it I know that I've made it I know that I've you know I'm not saying I did it alone you know my mom was certainly there to help and other people were there to help but yeah it's certainly that you know pulling your pants up moment where you're like I'm actually doing this like oh wow and yeah you know it just getting by and I had a good semester good grades I mean, my GPA isn't the best but it has been improving so it's just nice to see that and nice to see moving forward how to plan for my classes and what what classes to take I am looking forward to next semester I was thinking about doing mostly online but like I'm, I'm doing like two lecture classes because like I have to talk to people I can't be all cooped up like is I have to say hello and and I'm still kind of debating whether I should mask up. I probably will because this uh, coming year, it's going to be bad COVID wise, which will cover a little more in depth. I don't really have any articles ready today, but yeah, there's a lot happening COVID wise. So it's, uh, it's not looking good. I'm going to have to look into ordering some. N95 masks because I never got that 
before. It was just like those basic medical masks, but I truly need an N95. So, yeah. But I still at least need to like interact with people, which is why I'm doing the, the lecture classes. And who knows, man, like <laughs> I just uh, just doing what I can. Um, my plan is to graduate at least around the summertime. So I can take some summer classes and you know, end the year with like three or six hour classes. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, just doing all that, you know. I know everybody's like trying to get on my ass, like, well, are you going to graduate? I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go at my own pace and I'll get there when I get there. Because Lord knows y'all have been on my ass for like ever. <laughs> you want me to graduate sooner, like help otherwise i'm just gonna do it at my own pace like that's the attitude i have now so it's just you know it is what it is you know i have my own life out here it's um it's a good life it's it's a boring life but a boring life is a safe life i'm not i don't do shit on the street like you know i've never been out on the street like that you know i i just work and then i spend time with my cat and play my games that's like the best that I could do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's just a lot to reflect on, you know, with like the last year with like all these world events happening and also domestically. I mean, it's just, it, it truly feels like holding out for like some eventual crisis that's looming. Cause again, it's just like stuff that's boiling under the surface that like it's going to pop. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's like it's either economic or it's, uh, you know, with the COVID or with uh, these right wing assholes. Like they're just getting more and more agitated. So like there's all these different things happening. And like, you know, we're having natural disasters, like just disaster after disaster. Uh, we, you know, we had this freeze that just hit um, and we got very lucky in Texas, actually, that that was just a. Like, it was a freeze, and, like, the coldest I got out here was, like, 13 degrees, which is cold. And I was actually looking at the uh, power, like, grid map for Texas. And, like, I believe at the peak, about, like, 90,000 people or customers, I mean, uh, were without power. So that was, like, the peak of the, the outage. So otherwise, you know, everything else held, which is good. You know, our water uh, was... Like, they didn't go out. Like, we didn't have new burst pipes, which is surprising because um, at this place that I'm at, they've been having uh, the water main go out every once in a while. You know, just like every, every like, month or so, like, the water is just out. Like, sometimes I'll just, like, have to miss class because, like, I can't take a warm shower. And I'm like, I'm not going out. It's, like, 40 degrees. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it was annoying. But I guess they're doing repairs because... The, power, the, the water stayed the same. I actually had like uh, 30 days plus of water. Like I have all these empty water gallons precisely for this. And like every time my mom would visit, she'll see like the empty gallons. She's like, what are you doing with this? I'm like, because sometimes we get power outages and the water goes out. So, you know, that's why I had that. And I was ready for this uh, freeze, this Arctic front to hit. And it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, which is good. You know, I prepare for the worst. I hope for the best. Uh, I had, I actually had some firewood, which is like, you know, I live in an apartment, so it's like, I don't know where I was going to burn it. I was like debating either my stove or like take out a tray. And it, it was like, 
you know, of course, like it's a bad idea to like burn anything indoors. So I would have had to open a window or something. But it's just like I, I don't really have any other options. Like if the power's out and there's no heat and it's like 13 degrees out, like I gotta burn something to stay warm. Like I just there's no no option. Even though, um, you, you know, it, it's like there was a one of my neighbors. She's she's old. She's older. You know, she's an elder lady. So I was just like also thinking like. I didn't like say anything to her, but I was just saying like, if the power goes out and things start to get very cold, like I'm going to have to keep her warm. Like that's the mindset that I was getting into. Like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? But I was also just staying calm and not right. Not really like calling attention to myself. Like that's the thing with, when it comes to like preppers and like community prepping, like, you know, you can't just go to your neighbors like, oh, well, you see, I'm a prepper and i prepare for natural disasters grid down stuff like of course it's going to freak people out so when you're when you're doing stuff like that it has to be less about i'm a prepper doomsday stuff and more like just helping your neighbors out so that's just the mindset that i have i just want to help so luckily nothing happened and that's good although like this is the start of the winter so who knows what's going to happen in january and february like we're not even in deep winter just yet so yeah for other places in the country i mean they got to like negative 70 in like places like montana and then like buffalo they're still digging themselves out of out of out of the bl- the blizzard like they they got like the, the all the lake effect all the the lake moisture just dropped on buffalo and they're starting to dig people out of the snow people's cars got uh buried and they're like they froze and it's just crazy crazy it's just crazy stuff this is truly unprecedented weather events they had all this freezing and all this snow and still you know because this is america and so people want what they want and they want it like right now and uh (laughs) you know uh, it's like all these weather uh, forecasts and alerts were saying do not travel uh, this is an unprecedented freeze. Weather conditions that hasn't hasn't been seen in a generation. Do not travel. Uh, like don't get on the roads. Like, <laughs> and still people people went on the airplanes and they went out traveling. You know it's the holidays and now they're like like there's thousands of customers just being stranded at these airports, especially with Southwest, and they're, they they. Like, this is, like, a real crisis. Like, it's kind of weird that, like, this isn't getting larger attention because, like, you have thousands of people just being stranded at these airports and, like, the airlines can't even, like, they're they're so dysfunctional. They can't even, before when I'm hearing about Southwest, it's, like, they have this really antiquated, like, scheduling, like, like sort of issue because their own employees are having issues coming to work because of the weather. So, like, I mean, yeah, if you if you can't fly out, chances are people can't drive there either (laughs) then it's like wow man mainly because southwest southwest has been like cutting costs you know that's just always the case with a lot of these like uh what's it called hospitality like i guess travel companies in the industry itself like they severely like underpay or just like they they basically just like leave the employees, the frontline employees, you know, the ones who actually have to like deal with all these customers, they basically just leave them out to dry. 
they kind of throw them under the bus. They do all this like stuff so that the the, the customers they you know yell, they, they get they, they insult, basically just verbally abused the employees who are just kind of stuck with an impossible situation. It's like, what do you mean you can't fly? It's like, like we can't fly. Like I just that's what I have to like. And I've been there too as a you know customer service you know representative. There are times where like I'm just speaking with somebody. And they're like, oh, right, uh, like, like they need like say their uh, insurance reinstated, which is something I can do, uh, but usually it's like within a, a month period. So if that person is outside of that window, then they have to like reapply like a whole new application. They can't, I can't reinstate it for them, and so there will just be something where I'm like, I, I could help you, but you're past the window, so you would need to. And then they're like, what do you mean? What do you like? Sometimes I just have to hang up with people because like there's no reasoning with them because it's like I physically can't do anything. I would like to. I would like to help, but I can't. So this, yeah, I can't imagine that on like an airline, like dealing with people, especially like holiday travelers. Like, oh, my God, it's just so bad. Wow, man. Wow. And, I, you know, and I low key imagine that this issue of traveling wouldn't be much of a problem if we had more of a, a railway like you know passenger train system because i i would imagine trains have an easier time traveling through snow and ice than uh airplanes do so it's just like another reason to like say oh like we should have a railway system and we can kind of avoid this you know but hey well who needs a railway system right but uh, that's happening there. And again, it's just the holidays, man. Like the holidays is just like, they're supposed to be pleasant. This is supposed to be a family time. And that's clearly not the case. The holidays are a very stressful uh, time of the year. It's like, and you know, you have to have like a very close relationship with your family to like, for it to be worth that. Like your family would need, like your family actually has to be like angels, like the sweetest people on the earth for for you to actually want to endure all the stress and weather conditions and the all the, the canceled flights and like uh, and other shitty people like dealing with the same stuff and stress and like it has to be like your family has to be like perfect because <laughs> otherwise it's just like why am I doing this I mean I'm gonna go because they're gonna be upset that I didn't show up but then it's like you know a family that gets upset with you because. You know, you just couldn't make it one, like, you know, it's like, again, I have a weird relationship with my own family, but it's still just like, in a way, like, I wasn't going to anticipate like an argument or some kind of fight going this year, but it's just like the other stuff, you know, it's just like too much. And then people get in your business. They want to, oh, what are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? It's just like, they want to get into your life. And it's just like, I don't want to deal with this. Like. I guess that's just me. But other times it's just like I, I've been living around certain people for a long enough time where it's just like this isn't really pleasant, and I'm I'm only here because I have to make an appearance, not because I want to make one. Like that's just kind of how I can describe it. That's what it feels like a lot of the times. Like I have to do things because other people are expecting it, not because I want to do it. Not because it'll make me happy. And yeah. So that's kind of where I'm shifting more towards. Because 
you know, well, why am I going to live my life in the hope that I'm going to win the approval of others when it's like not really, it's never been there. And there, you know, anybody who forces you to be a certain way is not somebody, it's not really worth your time. You know, like, oh, I have to be, even though I'm living a good life, I, I don't cause trouble. I work, uh, you know, I may not have like the fastest car or, you know, the best clothes, but like, you know, I live a good life. And that's still not enough. You still have to like look down on it. It's just like, all right, well, why am I going to be here? Like, why am I going to be around this when I'm opening myself up to yet again another comment or, you know, some other strange look, you know? Like some people, sometimes people will look at you like you're like, you know, you're speaking another language and it's just like, I'm living my life, you know? Especially considering the, the things I think about moving forward, that the life that I want to live that I know will make me happy, that is is ambitious, you know, a bit unconventional, unorthodox, but it's not like, like I still want to abide by the laws. Like, you know, I, I've been thinking, uh, like I talked about in the last episode, I wanted to uh, look into buying a home. There's some cheap homes out here in this area, you know, that wouldn't be the worst for a guy like me, a single guy, you know, no I got no lover, no no children, so it's like, hey, well, why not buy a home, get some land, maybe like an acre or two. And there's some pretty cheap places uh, not too far away. Like, I want to stay around Huntsville. I really like Huntsville. But yeah, buy a, buy a home, buy, you know, some acreage, and uh, build something. I don't know. Like, uh, I know I've been thinking about homesteading a lot. Like, that's something I want to do. Um, get some chickens and uh i've been also thinking and this is kind of this is going to sound weird but like it's actually pretty viable because like this is kind of a farmer like rural agrarian area and there's real potential in fertilizer and i was thinking i could get some rabbits and their fertilizer their poop is very good fertilizer and that i could sell i'm also thinking like earthworms like they have uh, their case their their poop it's good fertilizer. So it's like, I know some of you might be thinking like, what? This is kind of odd, but I, I don't know. Because I'm just trying to think like, I want to be more self-sufficient. And also like, have my own side business. And, you know, it's like I'm like I'm making moves, you know? It, it's like, I don't want to be on this Sigma grind set, of course. But at the same time, it's like I need to start hustling. I need to start grinding or whatever you want to call it. But in my own self-sufficient way and also this is kind of like a niche market considering how important farming is going to be moving forward this might be a good move i mean again it's just me so like i can literally do whatever i want you know and like what's the harm in having some rabbits and some chickens and some you know just some compost that i can sell on the side like that hey you know that wouldn't be the worst idea in the world but, you know, that's something that I got to think on, uh, something I got to build on. Uh, and it's, it's for me because I know that will make me happy. And I know it sounds weird. I know it sounds kind of weird and odd, but, you know, I'm trying to think of my future. And I just know already that this, like, corporate, like, white-collar world is not going to be for me. I just know that. I, I can't do that. 
I can do some remote work and honestly I can still do this remote work and then do whatever like homesteading on my on my you know home like I can still do that like it's not impossible so it's just like uh, you know some people don't think that I, I want to make some moves but I very much do it's just different <laughs> you know at least I won't be on the street you know doing some weird shit or uh, you know I'm not gonna be you know selling like I don't know, like vitamins or some weird shit, like, oh, get this, your, your testosterone up, or, you know, it's, everybody's got to have a hustle, everybody's got to have their own little side business, that's just the nature of capitalism, so at the very least, I can do it in the, the least exploitative way, you know, I can just have some animals and uh, just uh, store up their poop and sell that for fertilizer and manure, and hey, I can use some of that fertilizer for my own little gardens if I want, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, kind of like creating your own little economy, you know, you, you supply a good, which other people were going to need, especially, you know, in this area, it's a bit rural, a bit agrarian, kind of like I was checking online, like Craigslist, like there's basically like no listings for this kind of stuff. So maybe I could make a spot for myself. There's farmer markets around here. I could do that. Maybe I can do a uh, beekeeping. <laughs> it's just, I'm just. You know, I'm just thinking, you know, it like, I just know that that would make me happy. So that's what I want to build towards, you know. It's kind of odd when you're in this situation as a bachelor. It's like, you know, you, you just do it and maybe somebody will come along and help along. You know, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. But I know my family isn't going to understand they it's kind of hard to explain these things because then they're it's like I, i've kind of realized a lot of times like when i say something that i want to do there's never like even like even when people don't understand they're still kind of like okay well i hope you can you know pull that off you know like it, it it's never like i don't understand like they they never think i never i don't understand this but i know gabriel I trust him. This is the life that he says is going to make him happy. So we'll, you know, do what we can to support him. You know, it's just like, and I've realized now that when people are being doubtful, especially about something that's like ambitious like this, they're not doing it because, well, well, some people are doing it because they're just being mean. Other people are, you know, the ones who care about you they're doubtful because they don't fully understand it so they have to they, they may say well i don't know about this maybe you should do that even though it's like something that's completely different that isn't something that's going to make me happy yeah I, I don't know man i don't know why i'm divulging all this stuff again i, I said this episode was going to be more of a rant but I, i'm just like i'm looking at houses i'm looking at like lots and I mean, who knows? I could like, I've been thinking maybe I can just get uh, a lot with no homes, you know, something cheap and then build on it and stay at this apartment. But at the same time, I kind of want to have my own space. So eh, it's just, I don't know if that's going to be something in six months or maybe another year at this apartment. I, I still have to figure things out. I still have to plan for it. But yeah, that's just where my head is at. You know, the things that I think about in terms of my direction, my life. Because again, some people think that I don't plan things out, that I don't 
want better for myself, which isn't true. Like I certainly do uh, want better for myself and want to improve my station. It's just for starters, nobody's giving me an opportunity to actually like uh, work and earn a better living. You know, like again, like I, I apply to all kinds of jobs and sometimes I don't get the position for whatever arbitrary reason. I'm going to have to start uh, looking into other uh, job opportunities. And then again, though, I kind of want to stay at this job a little longer because I don't want to be that, you know, guy that just jumps between job. But yeah, it's just a lot to, to think about. I got to start budgeting. If I if I truly want to go with this homesteading life, as I was saying, with the rabbits and chickens, I got to look up uh, prices on like coops and uh, feed and uh, you know, just different animals, like how, how to take care of them, because there's also the vet, uh, you know, stuff, uh, vet bills. So those are, those are things I have to plan on and save on. Like, I really got to start budgeting now. Uh, but it's feasible. It's something that I can actually, like, see happening. And as I've been saying, like, some of these house listings, like, I've been seeing, like, some three-bedroom places that are not bad. That aren't that, that bad at all. So it's just something that I got to keep planning on. And, you know, also, like, I've been looking up about different programs. Like, I know, like, first-time first homeowners, they get a special bonus or certain, like, privileges. So who knows? I could probably leverage that. Yeah, it's 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 feasible. And also, you know... Just looking at like the housing market where things are heading, like I'm kind of secretly hoping that there is a crash in the housing market because then I can get a home for much cheaper, which is great, especially out here, which is it's so funny how like a, a housing market collapse, like like the recession of 2008, like for a person like myself, it's an opportunity. So it, it's just kind of weird. It's like an economic crisis and people might get laid off. No, not might they they will get laid off their homes foreclosed on but you know like families on the street like that was what was happening in 2008 but for a person like myself i just have a cat that's really it you know bachelor can get a home for cheap hopefully some acres and who knows from there yeah yeah i don't want to say too much because again like Somebody might just be like, oh, he wants to do this. And, but, you know, it's it's nice to dream. It's nice to have those dreams of building a life. And, you know, who, like, what's wrong? Like, I want to be a farmer. Who cares? You know, that's how my grandparents live. You know, my, my family, we've been poor farmers. That might be a good life for me. I know that's going to make me happy. So it's going to be hard work, but it's the kind of work that you see uh, an immediate return on, you know? It's not like a office job where you're stuck like eight hours, maybe even longer, and also commuting and doing all this like rat race stuff and like and also like five times a week. Like I've been realizing like a four a four day work week would actually go a long way because two days isn't enough. A two day weekend is not enough anymore. <laughs> yeah, but again, that's something that I want to do. That's just something that I have to plan on and budget on. And, you know, it's my life. And I know people, again, you know, like some people, they, they think they're being helpful. And they want to, like, say, 
know, oh, well, you should think about this. And like, no, this is what I want. And I have my mind straight on it, my mind set on it. And uh, you're free to join me or just, you know, get out of my way. Just don't obstruct me. You know, again, it's just an honest life. But that's uh, what I wanted to at least touch up on just in my own personal life and also like just highlighting different plans I want to do. You know, I certainly want to be more active with online content creation. I'm just like taking it easy because it's it's the holiday break and I just want to I want to sleep in. I want to eat. I I haven't drank like I haven't drank since like my friend's wedding. So it's just been good. It's, that was like in November, like right before like before Thanksgiving. So I haven't really drank that much. I might have a little toast on New Year's Day, New Year's night. But yeah, I've been you know moderate in that sense. I've just just trying to enjoy myself. It's it's a holiday. I'm trying to you know let loose. Like I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption on my computer. I actually got it for like the sale, so I got it for a pretty good price. And like replaying Red Dead Redemption, I've just been like, like wow, I miss this game so much. Even on my computer, it doesn't run the best. I mean, otherwise I would have recorded it and posted it on uh, YouTube, but it kind of like sometimes lags, so it's not really like, especially like the the opening like missions of the game because it's like it takes place in like a blizzard and like the mountains. Like, it really messes up my graphics card, so I, I need to save up for a computer, a, a, a good, proper computer that can run games like that, and then maybe I could do uh, a recording of that. Lately, I've been doing uh, Fallout New Vegas, which I need to release another episode. Like, the, the good thing with Fallout New Vegas is, like, I kind of pre-recorded a lot of episodes, so I have stuff saved up, but I just need to edit and release more consistently but yeah so that's another thing that i have to budget for i'm trying to budget for my car i'm trying to budget for a new computer i'm trying to budget for possibly buying a home so like these are things that i have to really plan out for and it's good that i'm trying to like plan out for it you know i'm trying to it's good that i have goals to work towards because lately i've just been like I mean, I'm still surviving, but lately I've just been like, just get through the day and see what happens tomorrow. Like, that's kind of what my life had been like for a long time. And so, yeah, I mean, again, like, that's the only thing you can think when nothing is happening for you. You're just like, let's just get through the day. And yeah, <laughs> like you only look forward to eating and sleeping. That's like kind of like what your life turns into. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> so now that I have more positive developments now i can actually like think more long term and think more life stages and how to build up it's just a game plan like i said i need to fix the car i need to save up for a computer you know look to save up for a house and uh, other stuff and and again i'm very much on my own out here some people you know they just like uh not to get too personal but you know, it's just uh, some people like they say they don't owe you anything and then they get on your ass about not checking in. And it's like, dude, I'm like, I'm literally like fighting for my life and surviving day by day. And then I have to check in on you. I, I like I have to you, you want to know what's happening in my life. And then I tell you what's happening. And then your only response is, 
oh, well, that's tough shit. I now don't owe you anything, and good luck with that. It's like, why would I want to talk to that? Why would I want to do with that? Especially with the positive developments that I've been doing. I went to school. I went back to school. I was homeless for like a, a couple months. I went back to school, and then I, I actually have a good job. I have a fucking insurance license in the state of Texas. I have like a non-residence license in other states like Michigan and uh, North Carolina. Like, you know, so, you know, it, it, like I have my foot in the door, so to speak, that I can like build on, you know, build some rapport and network and, uh, you know, like like actual like certification in, in an industry. It's like, like, yeah, like, hey, this is a this has been a very productive year but of course again uh, it's just people get stuck up on the other things like people don't people don't look at the things that you've built they look on the things that you're missing so oh well your car is kind of a piece of shit and uh, you don't have a girlfriend and uh, this and that and it's just like there you go like you can't even see the things that i've been doing right you're just gonna be hung up on the things that you feel i'm missing even though like I'm doing fine. I am doing fine. It's just, yeah. Who knows? It's one thing when you hear comments like that from like strangers online, because then it's like, well, you know nothing about me. It's another thing entirely when it's people who say that they're on your side, but literally like every turn, anything that you, that I, I plan for myself that is for my life has to be devalued or undermined or just like yeah or you know when it gets to the point where like i just no longer want to listen to this when i just finally put my foot down then i'm just completely like disavowed and like just it's like like i like i killed somebody or something like oh i'm completely exiled it's like what the hell you know i'm still dealing with the fallout of uh you know me buying a gun and uh having some like prepping stuff uh, during 2020 you know and i did all of that before the george floyd riots i did all of that before uh, january 6 uh, before like the lockdown was really bad uh, i did all of that before this winter storm that knocked out the texas grid i did all of those things and these people pushed me out and they you know talked behind my back and and again like i've kind of been vindicated but it's like that vindication that nobody else can see so it's just like oh well like i i certainly see it now and i'm just gonna keep doing it because it's clearly been paying off and if people don't want me around even though i haven't done anything wrong like legally morally like i haven't it's just i it, it, it they don't approve of it so because they don't approve of it suddenly now i'm the bad guy even though like legally morally like i've done nothing wrong okay like i wanted to learn how to hunt because i didn't want to you know i have like ethical concerns about like uh, uh factory farm meat so i wanted to learn how to hunt uh, wild boar which like are invasive you know this is like the one animal where it's actually kind of okay to hunt and still people got the worst idea about me oh you just want to go out and kill animals like it's just that's the attitude you know like i had people like checking in on me people who hadn't speak spoken to me in like over a decade just suddenly checking in on me 
because like I posted like one video of me at a shooting range. Oh, are you? Oh, are you okay? And it's like, and again, like the people who act so concerned about my mental health are generally speaking the ones who are responsible for that trauma, the mental health issues. So it's kind of like, like, like I've felt more peaceful now. I feel lonely. That's for sure. Like that's something that I do need to focus more on. Because sometimes I do get lonely and isolated. Uh, it's kind of hard to meet people, uh, especially like because I don't like going to bars, so I, I don't really know where else to go. So it's just like I kind of just stick to myself. So hopefully I can meet some new people um, in the classes next semester. But like for the most part, like I don't really miss paying a visit during the holidays and like being around these people that. Like, they're not even my family. It's just, like, some people that my parents t- spoke to, and now I have to interact with them and their kids. And now I'm like, man, these people are actually very weird. Like, so it's like, I, I you know, if they were actually my family, then I could tolerate it because, like, we're family. But now it's just, like, your family in quotation. But y'all are actually very weird. <laughs> and, like, there's certain things under the surface that I don't want to know about. So it's better for me to keep my distance. So, yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. It's just that's the that's the thing, you know. When you're when you're kind of, you know, I, I live in Texas because I got uprooted from my hometown in St. Croix. I was living in St. Croix, and I got uprooted, and now I'm just kind of I'm just here, and I'm just trying to get by. And I don't really I have friends, but they're like far away, so I can't really you know meet them. Um, and just doing what I can, you know. It's uh. Yeah, it's just what it is, you know? And I, I just know when I go back to, to this Houston, Katy area, because people are going to start asking about me, and then I'm going to go back, and then they're going to be like, oh, it's been so long, you haven't been around. I'm like, I don't. Of course, I'm going to have to play along with it, but, like, secretly, it's just like, I don't miss this town at all. And to be quite honest, like, I we don't even have that close of a relationship. So it's just like, I, I don't want to be rude. It's just certain people that you... You, you get to know and you realize, like, you're kind of better off not being around them. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sound very cynical. And, uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. One thing I certainly need to do more, start networking with leftists and socialists and other groups uh, in the Houston area. And that's why I think Huntsville... Uh, could be a prime spot in terms of like left-wing organizing because first off there's the university and this is a very like liberal progressive university it's not like AM. <laughs> it's a very liberal progressive university um the town itself still kind of very you know conservative uh, very much like a boomer conservative town like there's a lot of law enforcement out here that's another issue uh but yeah i mean there's potential there's potential out here in terms of left-wing organizing and i don't know if there's like any kind of chapter in terms of like uh like a gun club or like the sra like so i don't know about that not that i want to like i kind of want to organize but i don't want to be in charge if, you, if that makes sense like i don't want to be in a leadership position but i certainly want to help to get the ball rolling so it's just like there's potential out here that's that's all I mean to say, and you know, it's just uh, you know, yeah, you just gotta organize 
And also, I need more friends. <laughs> I need more leftist, communist, socialist friends because I can't really have those uh, political conversations with other with, with my normie friends. Uh, a lot of my normie friends are actually kind of showing some very right wing. Uh, streaks and you know attitudes and i think it's going to get more pronounced uh, particularly as they get older and have children uh, i mean for whatever reason with like american like ch like parents like it's either like you get like the oh namaste like you know they're very like left-wing like liberal parents or it's just like a completely different spectrum they go completely right-wing so it's yeah especially now with these issues as they get worse uh, political problems get worse. These natural disaster weather conditions get worse. It's going to be rough. I don't know. There's just certain people that like. I've had to like keep a mental note of. Because I'm like which direction are they going to go. And typically speaking. If they're a person who's like openly anti-communist. The only thing I can assume is that they're going to get deeper and deeper into the right wing. I mean, just like literal fascism, and like even some of my liberal, like liberal, like so-called progressive, like people that I know, like they're kind of like starting to become pretty right-wing also. So it's just this is what happens when you know you have a political crisis like this. People get radicalized one way or the other, you know. And uh, yeah, it's kind of hard, you know. And again, it's like this idea that I've been having of just leaving the state, which is still like open. Like I can still plan for that. I just don't know where I would go or how to even like make that move. It's just, um, you know, Texas, I don't see getting better. I just don't see things getting better out here. The only real reason why I have any long-term plans to stick around is for my mom and who knows. And Loki, I've been kind of thinking that, like, maybe when she gets older, I can... Ah, well, this doesn't sound the best, but it's either I keep her in Texas or arrange for her to spend her, you know, days, when, when she gets older, older, uh, spend her last days uh, in Dominican Republic with her family and her, like, in her home, you know, her childhood home. Like, this is, like, the home where she was raised in, like, our family still lives there. So like they can take care of her, you know, things are, things are more developed, uh, now than they were when I was a kid. Cause like the area that my mom grew up in was very rural. Uh, like, you know, I remember growing up like dirt paths, like, like an actual like homestead, you know? So nowadays now they actually have a paved road, like all the way up to the house, electricity, uh, you know, running, running water, like, you know, they actually have good amenities. So it's like, huh, this is not a bad spot for my mom to spend her last days when she gets a little older. Or stay in Texas. In that case, that's why I want to buy a home with up to at least maybe three bedrooms. Because I want like a place for my mother. So if I can, like, you know, I, either I take care of her or we send her back home and her family, my, our, our family takes care of her there. So there's, there's options, you know. Again, like, I know I'm thinking, like, long-term stuff, but, like, I kind of have to. And I don't even know how I'm going to accomplish that. It's just, like, things that I have to, to plan out. But it's good for me to at least have an idea, even if it's very unlikely that I'll achieve it. It's, uh, 
I got again, I gotta have to plan long term. You know, people don't think I plan for my future. And then, of course, I'll, I'll say stuff like this, which is pretty ambitious. And yeah, you know, and you know, it's either you know that I just yeah, yeah, I just want to do something. I just want to make some moves. Yeah, I've been talking a lot. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but you know, I've been talking at least in length. I've been talking at length about my life. I do want to be like transparent about it. You know, that's the thing about this show. Like, I'm very vulnerable, and I talk a lot about the issues I'm dealing with, just like personally, and also with like relationships. And it's hard, especially with this kind of work that I do. Because again, I don't want to hide it. Because it's like, what the fuck? Like, so what? I have a podcast. Who cares? Yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm just planning. And I don't even know like how I'm gonna get there. But then also, just commenting on the world events and the domestic events, and it's. Yeah, the the reason why I talk at length about my own personal life is because these grander world or national events have a direct effect on my life like this idea like oh you can't think about these things because you have to focus on your own life like dude like you you think i can ignore a pandemic that's still ongoing like that has a very clear direct influence on my life and i've been very lucky that i've strictly uh, avoided a lot of social situations because I haven't been sick. I haven't even had like the flu or the common cold. That's how like sequestered I've been. And of course, to other people who don't pay attention about these issues, to them, I come off as a recluse being antisocial. But they don't even realize what they're opening themselves up to. Like most of my family has been sick with COVID. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Either once or twice. It's ridiculous, man. And... Like, now all these health problems are starting to pile up. Like, just, like, all these reports and people, like, dropping dead, you know? And they're, like, 30s and 40s. People who got sick with COVID just dropping dead. And then, like, and this is this is just starting, okay? Like, people didn't realize what they were playing with. And now we're dealing with a crisis, a public health crisis, that is going to have profound effects, like, just down for the next generations. Uh, like, kids... Kids are dropping like flies, like at record rates because of the flu, because they got sick with COVID, because these parents had like, oh, well, let's, uh, let's uh, get them sick and, uh, and then they'll have their immunity strength up. And no, it turns out COVID is an autoimmune disease disorder and it actually has detrimental effects on your uh, immune system. And you basically just open your children up to an early grave. Thank, you know, thanks for that. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. It, this is what we're dealing with. And... I've been very lucky to not get sick. Like there was a time, because uh, I, I usually get sick sometimes from uh, like air pollutants or like pollen. So like I almost like had an asthma attack. So that was like I think the sickest I got, but that wasn't like an immune issue. That was just allergies. But yeah, man, it was uh, it, you know the, these sort of things, and that's still what I'm concerned about for the next semester going in uh, to these classes is uh you know avoiding covid uh hopefully not getting sick i also read somewhere that um this uh weather 
event, you know, the, the blizzards and the freeze, you know, and then like also like basically like canceling all this winter traveling. Like somebody was saying like this had a far greater effect than any kind of like government mandates or well, we don't have any mandates for like travel restrictions or mask mandates. Like like Mother Nature literally had to say no, you can't travel and get grandma sick. Like <laughs> that's what Mother Nature had to do. Uh, but yeah, man. Oh man, this is just so bad. Things are so bad, you know. I'm gonna be like some, like watch like this is like COVID like autoimmune disorder is gonna be so pervasive that like if I'm in my 60s and like perfectly healthy, people are gonna be like, oh my god, like he never got COVID. Like that's what's gonna be like. <laughs> it's just like seriously though, like honestly, like um like watch like people are gonna ask like if i'm if i actually make it to like my 60s or 70s because who knows what the world's gonna be like but like people are gonna be like how have you stayed this old how, how have you been around for so long like i literally just stayed in my room <laughs> and stayed off these streets and didn't get sick and you know just lived a boring life because of as i said earlier and this is kind of like i think this is like my mantra now moving forward a boring life is a safe life <laughs> So a boring life is a long life. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's just that's just what things are like now. And man, I'm just thinking about all the things people are gonna ask me when we get older. If there isn't like a nuclear apocalypse or some other worldwide disaster, <laughs> like what? Oh, what was 2020 like? It's just like, oh man, like that was not a good time. <laughs> But luckily, I survived that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's so crazy. Like, um, they've been releasing health stats. And, like, the life expectancy in this country has dropped by, like, 25%. Like, we're at the lowest levels since, like, 1996. Which is kind of ironic because that's the year I was born. And, like, yeah, I, I truly believe that the life expectancy is going to drop even more. I mean, who knows, man? Who knows what it's going to turn into? Like, what we're going to see. Um, yeah. Like, Cuba has a higher life expectancy than the United States does. And, this, again, our life expectancy is going to continue to decline. Because, like, this is not getting better. Like, and that's the thing that I'm also, like, trying to, like, get a, across to people. That things are getting bad. Not because of the leftists. Not because of any communists or socialist movements. It is getting bad because of the status quo, this capitalist status quo, but they don't want to hear that. And that's why a lot of times I don't even talk anymore about these issues because there's just, they, they, they don't want to understand. It's like, it's not that they can't, they just don't want to. So there's no point. Why am I going to, why am I going to have a conversation with somebody who doesn't want to know about these issues? Or if they do understand it, they agree. Like, this is what it has to be, you know? Uh, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, like, yes, we, we have to put essential workers, right? Remember that? Essential workers and still, like, we haven't had a wage increase at all. It's like, no, we, ha we have to put them at the front line and put them um, at risk of getting sick and dying, you know, just dropping dead at work. Literally, like, people have been just dropping dead at work because they've been overworked and getting sick. And... And it's like, yes, no, we have to do that because it's the economy and uh, because we need profits. And 
And it's like, how do you expect me to like talk to somebody like that or try to reason with that? Like that's somebody who has no humanity. <laughs> yeah, man. And you know, again, like people are that even with like, cause there's essential workers for you say like, uh, like a grocery store clerk or some like fast food burger flipper, you know, they're essential workers in quotes, but you know, we've been having this uh, railroad strike or threats of a railroad strike and people it's like they wanted 15 days of sick days and of course the oil barons the the railroad barons they had to like they they couldn't give it to them they didn't they they hardly even wanted to give them one sick day and then of course they went to congress and like the these so-called like progressive like liberal like can, like uh, legislators like they voted through this like forced agreement i don't even know what kind of agreement that was made i think it's like i think they gave them like seven or six days but still man it's just like 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 again like this is just the attitude that people have and oh no we got to keep the economy going you, you saw the media they're all like oh we see a railroad strike would be really bad for the economy it's like okay then give them the sick days it's like you can't afford the sick days like you, you absolutely can you just don't want to do it because and this is why like i'm a communist because like i don't care what argument you have to make about the rich like i don't give a shit it's like why are you making like again like why are you going to make an argument about a group of people who don't care about you why why do you do that again there's just no reasoning with some people because a lot of the times they secretly want to be a part of that country club. So that's why there's no point in having that conversation. Because they just don't believe in that. Anyway, uh, you know, that labor strike or the, the, the threat of a railroad strike. I was just like, fuck it. Like, let's go, man. Like, let's do it. <laughs> I'm still for it, man. Because one of these days, man, they're just going to push our buttons. And it's just like... How do you expect people to live like this? Like how? You wouldn't live like this, so why do you expect anybody else to live like that? Like that's the that's the thing that really pushes my buttons. It's just like you would not tolerate that treatment, but you want others to tolerate it because it's, you know, it would be inconvenient for you. And yeah, man, as you you know, again, as you've been seeing with this whole like uh weather, uh you know, southwest cancellation, airline cancellations, like you have all these customers who are just completely disconnected. They ignored like literally all the weather forecasts and all the, the weather like alerts saying, do not travel, don't get on the roads, flights are going to get canceled. And still like you have all these people online, like I can't believe they canceled our flights. And, and it's unfortunate that they're in that situation. Like it really is. Cause like some people have been stranded out there. Uh, they like had to do like a baggage, like claim, but like they literally just put, the the baggage out in like the lobby and they're like good luck that's it like there's no people don't know what it looks like what their stuff looks like because it's not arranged by flights it's just like here like there's your luggage just go find it and then also i was looking online now they've been calling the police to remove the the passengers who have been stranded because they got nowhere to go because they're like on a layover flight and then all of a sudden their flight got canceled and like repeatedly it gets canceled so now they're in like a, a town that they've never been in, they don't probably don't know anybody, and they can't get their luggage, 
So they literally only have like whatever carry on they're holding and like basically like the money that's in their wallets. <laughs> and it's just like, and then now the police are getting called because, well, we have all these cans, all, all these customers we canceled on, and they're getting upset. So can you please remove them? <laughs> and it's like you're gonna have, like, this is what this country is about, man. Like, uh, it's just like you're left on your own, and because, because now that we've created and can, like, it's like, it, it's just you're left on your own, even though it was kind of our fault. But again, like. We're not the ones, the corporations are the ones who are accountable. It's always the civilians or whatever frontline worker has to deal with the civilians. Like they're the ones who have to deal with it. And it's just like that, you know, that's why like holiday traveling, like that idea to me is kind of silly because it's just like, it's not really worth it. Unless like you have a great relationship with your family, <laughs> a great, great relationship. Your, your, your family are like, they're angels. Otherwise it's kind of like, well, what's the point? I'm going to deal with all of this just to kind of go to a family gathering with people who, you know, like a lot of people have to deal with very right wing family members and they have no choice because, again, like it's always kind of weird how you have like somebody who's like queer uh, go to a family gathering where they have to deal with some grandpa or uncle who's just like an asshole, a dickhead towards them and the family doesn't hold the bigoted family member accountable you're they're the you're just expected to put up with it well that's just the way they are and then meanwhile you have this person who's basically secretly hoping you die <laughs> and it's like so yeah a lot of queer people have had to like not uh, like they just either they they had to go make an appearance even though it's kind of like a terrible experience or just outright didn't go which is good for them. Like, good. Like, why, why do you guys surround yourself with that? Go spend time with your friends who actually value you. You know, that's your family, right? You know, certainly like a, a person like myself who's left wing. Uh, so like, and I'm certainly not going to hide my views. So it's like, why am I going to be around an environment around people who are like pretty right wing? And like, you know, it, it's like, of course, you don't want to talk about politics, but you know, they tell you not to talk about politics and then like right wing people, they can't help themselves. They say don't talk about politics, but they think that they can say whatever they want, whatever views they want, because that's just what everybody else believes. They don't expect somebody to push back and say, like, actually, no, you're wrong. And then you become the problem because you're correcting them. But then again, you're dealing with a whole group of people, a whole audience that believes the same thing. So there's really no point. So it's just like, I don't know, you know. Again, it's like, why am I going to go to some social situation where people are going to try to dissect my life? You know, I, I secretly either I have to lie and say, like, I'm doing fine or just like, you know, just, you know, just switch the conversation up. But then what do we talk about? Because I don't watch sports. Uh, I, that's like the only other conversation you can have sports, but I don't watch sports. So then what do we talk about? So it's just, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> that's why I, I need to find more leftist uh friends and people in my area because yeah i need more of a connection you know i need a tribe you know and i don't really have that at the moment there were some people that i was kind of you know hanging out with but they had like left-wing views but they weren't leftists and there, there was more like uh you know there's certain people that like they're engaged in like uh, like gardening or whatever, like uh, kind of organizing, 
but it's just a hobby. You know, it's more like an arts and crafts sort of thing for them, not like an actual serious, like, you know, organization. So, you know, that's kind of like for me what I had to step away from because it's like these people, they only want to do the gardening and other, uh, you know, activities just for, you know, pastime, just as a hobby, not like actual serious, like community organizing, which is what I'm focused towards. So that's what I need to find, like other people who actually want to do something, you know, who knows? I mean, again, like I've been talking about buying land, like it would be nice to find a group of people and we can all pool our resources and do our own thing, you know, that way we can have maybe like 10 or 20 acres, you know, like some, some actual like, you know, lot uh, of land and then build on that, you know, why not start a commune? Like what the fuck? You know, that's what we got to do. That's what it feels like we got to do. Like, I don't I don't really have much faith in like a lot of these urban centers. It's probably just best to start our own thing. You know, so. But again, that's just a high idea. Uh, <laughs> and I know I just said commune, but I mean, like, it's more just like a collective. That's the mindset that we have to have. And of course, you can't do it alone. You need other people. So the issue is just finding other people. But yeah. Yeah, this is a lot to reflect on. As I said, I was just going to kind of talk and ramble for a bit. So, I mean, if you were listening this far, that means you're really, you know, uh, paying attention, which is you know, I'm thankful for. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just some reflection and some planning that I have to do. And as I said, it's just, it's, it's just you know, good for me to plan towards something, you know, because Lord knows I've been kind of stuck in the same, uh, you know, mindset of just like, oh, we'll just get through the day and hope for the best. So, yeah, but I wanted to at least uh, just reflect on some other stuff, not just like personal life and nationally, but again, like we've been dealing with like a war, like we've been dealing with this Ukraine war. And although we're not officially at war with Russia, we are certainly uh, involved in like a proxy war. Like this is very much like a serious escalation. I mean, again, like this is a war in Western Europe's backyard. Like this has never been seen before. Proper war between uh, moderately powerful like regional powers. You know, this isn't like the Balkans where it's just like a little civil war. Like this is an actual proper conventional conventional conflict uh, between two nation states with modern arms one that is getting substantial aid and support from NATO in the west and again we had that like little missile incident in Poland so like really close really on the edge of like a nuclear escalation and again like this had like serious effects on the economy uh, like fuel prices like this had a very serious effect on people's lives and very soon enough, like it's going to start affecting grain prices. You know, Ukraine uh, is an exporter of grain. You know, this is going to have serious ramifications. And like, who knows how long this war is going to go? Because again, everybody kind of thinks that this is going to be a quick conflict. That people expect this to be over by like maybe summer of next year. I don't think so. I think this is going to grind out. I think the United States wants this conflict to continue for. As long as it can, again, they don't want Ukraine to 
like they don't want this war to end just yet. Like they they want to do weapon sales. They they want to sell weapons and they want to. Which is crazy. Like it's crazy. They they want this war to continue. Even though we've been at like kind of we're just at the edge of a nuclear conflict, and like people like are openly pretty much saying like no we should go to war with Russia. Like that's like this is ridiculous. And then you're anti-American. Like you're if you're like even remotely saying hey we should have peace. Like we shouldn't have peace talks and make a truce or something i mean who cares if we have to give up some land for for ukraine like the united states does not care about the territorial sovereignty of ukraine they just want to step on russia the best way that they can which is through funding uh their adversaries and if the united states united states could get away with it they would start uh funneling weapons into separatist movements within russia like you know within the caucasus or central asia like they they truly want to balkanize russia you know, break it apart, you know, people, and again, like, a lot of people, they, they try to frame it like, oh, well, we need indigenous sovereignty in Russia, but they don't care about, they don't give a shit about indigenous sovereignty, they don't care about indigenous sovereignty in the U.S., so people talk about indigenous sovereignty in places like Russia or China, but they don't give a fuck about the United States, okay, they don't care, okay, it's the United States, like, the, the greatest settler colonial nation in history, and like you're gonna act like you care about sovereignty, like indigenous sovereignty. Get the fuck out of here. Like no, no. but they, yeah, they just want to break apart Russia, even though like that's gonna create more problems and like divide this country into like these warring warlords. Like yeah, it's gonna be bad. But that's what they want. They want to destabilize Russia, China, you know, broken apart. So they don't mind that we're giving all this support to Ukraine. And they certainly wouldn't mind like funding and supplying rebels inside those countries. But then watch like if a rebel movement breaks out in places like Hawaii and they get supplied by Russians or Chinese. Oh, this is a treasonous. This is a, a serious escalation and active aggression. Like that, that's that's what's going to be. Um, but yeah, man, but we had this conflict in Ukraine, which again, like. It's just so crazy how we're seeing stuff like this unfold in real time. You know, proper conflict. Uh, especially considering just the way people have been posting about it. Like, all the memes and, like, stupid videos. Like, uh, you see, like, those doge, like, uh, they, they call themselves NAFO, right? Uh, all those, like, weird doge posters. Like, it's weird. It's so weird. Like, this conflict is just weird. And, like, there's, like, actual Nazis that we're supplying... Like, they straight up have, like, ties to Nazis in World War II and Nazi collaborators. Like, they're openly celebrating Bandera, like, the the, the Nazi collaborator. Um, you know, they were, like, torturing people in the street. Like, I've seen video after video of them doing this. Like, they just, they're beating people. They act, you know, torturing prisoners of war. Not that the Russians are any better. But, like, again, like, these are the guys that we're funding that we're trying to portray as the good guys. Meanwhile, they're, like doing actual like nazi salutes like and also like Zelensky, he just I, I almost forgot like i almost forgot to mention Zelensky just did a visit to the united states you know to the 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 floor the senate floor and everybody's like oh my god oh so oh so brave so and uh, yeah it's just such a sham it's such a charade honestly man such a sham and still, he's, like, begging, like, the United States, oh, you have to do more. You have to help us. Like, we haven't given you billions of dollars. Like, this is just the crazy thing to me, man. Like, 
again, we have these conversations where people talk about like, oh no, we can't do healthcare, we can't do we can't do so social services and we can't fix the infrastructure, but not a peep. They they don't say anything about the billions of dollars that we've given to Ukraine. Billions of weapons and just like nothing. They they don't have they don't have anything to say about that. In fact, if you talk about it and if you say, hey, like we've we've you like you don't seem so concerned about the cost of a war, you know, nuclear escalation, then it's like they try to switch it on you like, oh what, you don't support Ukraine defending themselves? What are you, a Russian supporter? It's like that's that's how they they switch it up on you. It's just yeah, it's kind of crazy that like you have to like deal with people like that. Just zero self awareness and uh, like <laughs> I I just don't know. It's it's wild to me. Like how do people live like this? How do people think like this? It's just you know re- like. That's my fault for trying to be reasonable and trying to like, you know, I try to speak logically to people, but people for the most part are illogical. And a lot of the times, like, the only way that you can even entertain the ideas that I talk about is if you're a person who does your own research and does think critically uh, instead of just like going with the dogma, you know, the status quo dogma that's that is the case. So that's hard. It's hard to find people to step out of the dogma if they haven't already. Like if they if they haven't done it, then there's kind of like no point. Like you know, this when you're woke, and I'm using that in quotations. When you're woke, it's usually something that you embark on yourself. It's something that you like. You realize something's not adding up, and then you do your own research. So and, and again, people always like to act like leftists, and you know. Uh, woke people are groomers and again this is the language that we're seeing with this right wing like you know libs of tiktok like terrorism it's basically what it is they they try to frame this agenda in quotes agenda as being grooming uh, grooming and uh oh you know they're, they're leading people astray when in reality like it's just people thinking for themselves and like oh this is what like they just, you know, reading scientific journals or like, you know, just doing their own research and like, oh, this is not the case. Or just basic history about this country, about the West and imperialism, capitalism. Like, you know, it's like when you say that, like, when you say that imperialism is the highest form of capitalism, it's not because that was something that was written directly by Lenin. Like, that is just the case. Like, imperialism is the highest form of capitalism so just because lenin wrote that doesn't mean that like this it doesn't disqualify the truth of those claims so it's just like you know if if you if i say were to quote lenin or marx then it's like you you already lose people because oh you're quoting oh they're biased like what the hell like you're, you're not biased like you so there's you know certain people that you can speak to that you can kind of get in you know, because they're open to it, but usually that's because they kind of already broke the mold and they're kind of already looking on their own. So they come to you like, hey, like, you know, this stuff What's going on here. Other people, they don't want to do that. It, they're, they're either in denial and they truly believe it or they know it's wrong, but they still want to do it. They, they still they still hold on to it because they have something to gain immediately from it. So it's just like, yeah, <laughs> you know. And again, that's just like, that's why I don't really, 
I, I usually find myself around people who are like that, who are either in denial or actively endorse it because they have something to gain. And it's just like, I don't want to live around that. I don't want to be associated with folks like that. Because like, and again, like I, man, I, I'm so glad I stayed here for the holidays because I did not want to be stuck in like some Christmas party talking with some guy like, oh no, because you see what you got to do is, uh, you know, you, you got to uh, start buying up homes and, you know, you, you, like, you know, because people, they try to like suck you into their own like Ponzi scheme. People, everybody like you, for whatever reason now, everybody has their own little Ponzi scheme. <laughs> not that I say I have one. I'm just like. I shouldn't say everybody, but like you, you come, you come to a situation, a social environment, where everybody has their own little Ponzi scheme or a little hustle that they're either like, you know, building on their own or they're a part of, and they're trying to suck you in it. And it's just like, oh, like that's why I need to keep my distance, and you know, that's why like I don't like really going to parties or at least the ones that I'm forced to go to because everybody just talks about money and like. You know, they try to get you sucked sucked into their stuff, and it's like, no, like, please, no. <laughs> oh my goodness! Like sometimes, you know, when I watch stuff like The Sopranos, and I see like, you know, whatever like street stuff they're getting into, it, like, it kind of reminds me a lot of the people, uh, like a lot of times the, the people that I've been around, where it feels very much like that, like they're doing stuff on the street on the side, which I don't like. I don't want to get involved in. Like I'd really try to keep my distance from. But again, it's like they're family. And again, I don't have any family outside of my immediate like brothers and sisters. Or I have no brothers. I have sisters and mom and parents. Like I have no family in this state. So literally like I have to be very peculiar with whom I or with whom I'm associated with because it's like this person, even though we have connection, even though we call each other family, like on the switch they could like sell me out. Or, you know, it's just like there's that lo- that loyalty is very superficial, you know, so it's just like uh, I have to be very careful. And that's why I, I haven't had any problem staying up here and just not being around those environments because I just don't want to deal with that. <laughs> it's so again, like they're, they're, they're not my family. So it's just like uh, I don't really have to be around this. I don't really have to put up with it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I talk a lot about my personal life on this show. I really do. Like, you know, it's just, it's whatever. I, I just, it, it's just, again, like, I try to keep, like, it, it, it is very, I think for myself, very good that I keep my cards close and I'm very careful with whom I associate with. Um, there's been some people that, like, been hanging out with and they're like, oh, they're cool. Like, they're really cool. And then there's, like, a moment where, like, it actually gets kind of dark where I'm like, oh shit, like this guy is actually kind of fucked up. <laughs> I should probably take a step back. That's probably why they were so cool. <laughs> it's like, uh, so yeah, man, I don't know, man. Sometimes I ask myself like, why do I, why do I get around this? Like, why am I involved with these people? <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes I do get sad that I'm like, Nobody really invites me out. Then again, it's like, honestly, considering whom I've been hanging out with, like, it's for the best. Like, the only things we have in common is smoking and drinking. Like, that's it. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, it's just a moment of realization where it's like, that's not worth my time. Like, I need connection. I need uh, to build something, you know. I need to associate with others 
who want to also connect and build together. Like that's who I need to be with. But yeah, I've been speaking at length. And uh, I've been kind of just divulging like some thoughts, you know, the direction I want to take my life, where I would like to see myself. You know, again, they ask you, where do you see yourself in five years? And I'm like, before I would just say some shit like, oh, graduated or something. But now I'm like, maybe within five years, I can actually be in a position to have a home for myself. So maybe I can't buy a home immediately. I could probably rent out a home and then continue from there. Maybe hopefully the landlord will let me do that. Uh, you know, bunny, you know, the chicken stuff. Like maybe they'll let me do it then. Then I can get a much earlier start. I mean, I'm just looking at options. I'm just, you know, again, I know that whole like homesteading dream that I have kind of sounds unconventional. And I don't even know how I'm going to do it. But as I said, it's a dream. It's a dream that's going to be a lot of hard work. But it's a dream that I know will make me happy. Because then I can like be proud of it. I, it's a dream that like I can... You know, say like, I did this, you know, in, you know, it's an honest life. It's a, it's a life that's, you know, just, you know, farming. That's really what it is. It's an honest life, honest living. I could be doing a lot worse stuff. And if that's not good enough for some people, then they're not worth my time. It's just it's as simple as that. It's like, I'm going to build something. I'm going to build a life, a home. I would like to build my own family, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> But hey, you know, it's just, you know, again, just planning ahead and what I want to do with my life and where I, I see myself, uh, particularly with the direction the world is heading. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I've never really pretended to know. Like, I don't pretend to be a prophet on this. You know, the things I speak on are just the readily available, you know, data that's, you know, been researched by scientists they're the ones who are doing this i'm not doing any numbers i'm just trying to make it like everybody else it's just that i look at larger trends and try to plan accordingly to that so that's why i was saying about the you know the the fertilizer with like uh, the rabbit droppings and also uh say like compost like with uh, earth earthworm like casings i think it's called uh that's a pretty viable source of natural fertilizer. You know, it's not like those, uh, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's something that even though it's like a very niche market that I could probably make a pretty good living with, uh, especially out here with all these farms and ranches, could probably make a good little place for myself and then put some money on the side. You know, it's a side hustle, you know, something to do, you know, it's a, uh, it's a business. You know, they tell people tell you to start a business. There you go. I'm going to start working on a homestead, building my own homestead and start selling fertilizer and see what I can do from there. But again, that's like that is a dream. It's something, you know, it's better than what I've been thinking of before, which is just like dropping everything and going off to some state. I don't know where at least I can put my roots down here start going to work and building something man like that's what it you know that's what they say right if you build it they will come right so just got to do it but yeah i think uh 
I think, you know, this this episode again, I've just been like talking. Like I haven't looked up any articles. Like usually I have to read like a whole day just for reading. But this episode, I just wanted to just make it a little more personal. Just about what my own personal plans are. Just observations. And where I want to take things for the next year. Because again, there are many times where uh, I think to myself, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the game plan. And then things change. Like, you know, uh, just recently, actually, um, one of my uncles passed away in the Dominican Republic. My, my brother's, my mom's brother, her oldest brother. And so I was pretty sudden and she had to like leave. So it's just like, these are the things that like happen where it's like something happens and then kind of have to, I, I didn't have to do much, but it's still just like, if I were to like, if if I was needed to like make a like, you know, make a move or uh, like travel like a, like an emergency, it's like I can't really do that. I'm not in a position to do that. That's why I've been talking about my car issues because it would literally break down on the freeway. So it's just like I I, I can't travel. Um, and again, you know, it's like one of those situations where I've been saying for months now where it's like I need to fix my car. Um, and again, I've been trying to save up, but you know, it's just like. You live paycheck to paycheck, even even on seventeen dollars an hour. It's like you're still pretty much living paycheck to paycheck, you know. Hopefully this semester I'll have some financial aid money coming in, and I can put that towards my car repairs, much needed car repairs, and then hopefully work from there. So it's just, yeah, man, it's just, it's whatever. But. I think that is what I'll talk about for today. Again, it's a bit of a different episode, just just reminiscing and uh, just reflecting on this year, and then also talking about future plans uh, for the next year, and also just life in general. And also have to be more consistent with content, you know, uploads. I, I didn't need to be more consistent. I've been trying to plan for like another video essay which is going to require a little more research on. But then again, I'm just like, I'm on my break. Like, I just don't want to have to read or research anything. So I, I'm going to still going to take it easy for a bit longer. Um, but then when it comes around, like, the school semester, I'll have to start, you know, working on that, working on different videos and also just homework, schoolwork, and also my job. <laughs> That's why I had to, like, step now nah, that's why i had to put it down from 18 to 12 12 hours because like i just i don't want to be stretched thin i don't want to be overworked like that's why i've been having trouble it's because i get stretched thin so i'm gonna take my time and it doesn't matter if i get it in my degree may or june july like i'm just gonna get it when i get it and everybody's gonna have to wait they're just you're just gonna have to wait it's just you know so that is just what i want to do that's what I'm going to do. And again, you know, I'm just living my life and with my cat. And again, it's it's a good life. It's it's a boring life, but it's a good life. It's a safe life. And that's really all I need right now. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this has been a pretty lengthy episode, but I do appreciate you all listening in. And especially just me being pretty casual with the things that I'm talking. Uh, but I do appreciate it. And you know, next time around, I'll be more, uh, you know, more 
scripted uh, with the articles ready on what what's been happening because again a lot has been happening i barely touched up on like the railroad strike and uh, these weather issues that have been happening so next episode i'll have to cover those and other stuff that's been happening but that'll be in the new year 2023 right so this is a a fun time for everybody so uh, again, as I said, thank you for tuning in. And I do have the YouTube, so you can check me out there. Uh, you can also check out my Patreon. You know, again, like my lowest support is $1. So you just put a dollar in and there you go. You have the early access to my show um, and other platforms like Anchor. So definitely check those out. But yeah, that's uh, what I'll touch up on for today. Also I have Twitter, which is at Collapse Talk Pod. And I also started a Mastodon account because... <laughs> Twitter is just going down the drain, and I don't know how much longer. Like, I've been surprised that like, I haven't been flagged or anything. Like, I'm still, this is why I, I like staying low key, because, like, nobody's really calling attention to me. Um, but I do have a Mastodon, so I just started that. So I think it's like, I don't even know. Like, you know, was, I, like I'm turning into a boomer now when it comes to social media. I'm like, I don't understand this. But um, I think it's like the main Mastodon server. I, I don't know. I just set up on the main Mastodon server. So, Check me out there. I have to be more consistent. But yeah, that's uh, it for today. Thank you for tuning in. And just, you know, hang in there. Happy New Year. And yeah, have a great day.